This is Be Known, and I'm Kara Fabacher. You're listening to episode 64. We were made for relationship, but so often our relationships are broken. And when our relationships are broken, we feel broken too. This podcast is here to help you get your relationships back to a place of wholeness, a place of authentic connection where you feel truly known. So come on in and sit a while. Let's exchange fear for love and finally see what good relationships are made of. When I was in college, a leader of a small group I was in told me when I was angry, everyone else around me picked up on it and they got angry too. Or when I was sad, the room was sad. And when I was happy, they were happy. You get the picture? She was telling me to keep my uncomfortable emotions in check, to rein them in, to not show everybody that I feel them. Almost to put on a happy face because my emotional state apparently affected everyone else too much. She said, that's what it's like being a leader. You're that influential. Maybe it's because I'm an Enneagram 4 and don't hide my emotions well. I don't know, but that conversation never sat well with me. Over the years, I've realized something important. I'm not responsible for someone else's emotions. And neither are you. Our emotions and thoughts and reactions are our own responsibility. I'm not going to pretend I feel something I don't to make the room happy. That's a people-pleasing tendency, and I'm not all about that. You know, we do talk about boundaries a lot in this space because boundaries are my fave. But today, let's just hone in and talk more about emotional boundaries. Is it possible to not let someone's emotions affect how we feel? And what does it mean to have emotional boundaries? There are a lot of directions we could go with this conversation, but I'll just try to keep it simple today. One of the most important things to remember when talking about emotional boundaries is to realize where you end and I begin. To remember the line. I may come home from work and I'm tired. I'm emotionally drained and probably not in the mood to talk or engage too much. I may even be more irritable than usual. Yeah, my emotions can influence the emotions of others. My irritability may lead to more tension in my home, for example, or more distance from my family who didn't do anything to make me feel how I do. But all that means is that I'm not handling my own emotions very well. Let me explain. I know when I come home from work, I'll always, every single time, be exhausted and emotionally drained. I'm a counselor. It comes with my job. How I handle those emotions, yeah, that's on me. If I come home snapping at everyone in my family for no reason, maybe saying hi and then going to spend the rest of the night alone, which is what I usually want to do, or being mean to my kids or my husband. I'm mishandling my exhaustion. I'm mishandling my uncomfortable emotions. Again, that's on me. 
And when I mishandle my emotions, yeah, others around me may be negatively affected. But if I remember my responsibility, that is my emotions and my reactions, and I choose to take care of my responsibility, then I'm not coming in being a jerk to my family after work. I've taken the time to calm myself to take care of what I need before I walk in the door. And even though I still walk in the door emotionally drained, I'm able to be present with my family and patient with them. I'm not in charge of how they feel, but my actions can influence how they feel, and I need to be aware of that. So I own what is mine. I work to effectively cope with the difficult emotions I have. I can practice deep breathing and self-care and prayer and whatever I need to do in order to manage my emotions well. And you can too. What do you need to do in order to manage your emotions better? That's in your control. Another thing when we're talking about emotional boundaries here is to not pass blame or take the blame. I don't ever need to say, you make me feel something. No, no one makes me feel anything. We own our own feelings by saying something more like, I feel this when you do this. You're acknowledging you feel a certain way when a person does something, but you aren't putting how you feel on them. Does that make sense? If someone does the same to you, blames you for how they feel, like my small group leader did to me, it's important to remember you aren't to blame. And you can say that to someone who is blaming you for how they feel. You can stand up for yourself. You do not have to take the blame. Now, to answer the question, is it possible to not let someone else's emotions affect how we feel? Yes, absolutely, it's possible. But I just want you to hear me say something too. It's okay if they do affect us. Honestly, that's where empathy comes from. We can't be cold and unfeeling, unaffected by any and everything around us. But we don't have to feel angry when someone we care about is angry. We can listen and pay attention when that person is sad or distressed or feeling upset or angry, but we don't have to take on their feelings as our own. And we don't have to try to rescue them out of their discomfort either. We've talked about this a lot, but a big part of having good emotional boundaries is to stop trying to do whatever we can to quote unquote, make someone feel better. We can influence, sure. We can't rescue. We can love well and serve well and be a compassionate listener. We can help meet needs and take care of someone to an extent, but we can't make them magically feel something other than what we feel. We can own our feelings and allow ourselves to feel what we feel and Give others the same courtesy. This is what it means to have good emotional boundaries, to remember that our feelings are our own. No one is responsible for them, just us, just me, just you. And we don't have to let someone's serious discomfort ruin 
our whole day either. We don't have to let how they're handling their emotions have such a strong influence over us. We don't have to do that. We can remain somewhat separate. It's taken me many years to stop blaming myself for how others feel and to stop pretending and just be my authentic self. To realize I'm not in charge of anyone else's feelings, but I can be in charge of my own. I don't know about you, but that's incredibly empowering to me and freeing. Can we all together choose today to simply be good stewards of our own emotions? to not blame others for how we feel and to not allow others' feelings to have such a significant impact on us all the time. As always, thanks for sitting a while with me today, friend. I trust that having good emotional boundaries will help you take a step toward wholeness so you can finally see what good relationships are made of. If you're struggling with your own emotional boundaries or really need more information on the topic, I have a couple of spots open right now for one-on-one boundaries coaching. You can check out how to work with me at www.karafibacher.com slash book dash online. This is one of my favorite things I get to do because I love the podcast, honestly, but working one-on-one with people and helping them iron out all of these issues and get to a place of relational wholeness and health that's actually where I find my sweet spot. It's what I love the most. And I feel like you guys get the most out of situations like that. So if you feel like that's for you, check it out. www.carafabacher.com slash book dash online. And to finish up, the transcript for this episode will be on the podcast page on my site, carafabacher.com. And a big thanks to my friend, Robert Hargrove, for creating the music for the show and Alana Dawson for editing. Until next time, my friend, I'll see you soon.